Father, thank you, instrumentalists, mini orchestra. It's a blessing each time you volunteer your time and uh, lead us in worship. Thank you, dear saints. Uh, pray with me that God might bless the preaching and reception and uh, and change by his word. Pray with me. Hear and pay attention. Do not be arrogant, for the Lord has spoken. Give glory to the Lord your God. Lord, that is what we want to do. We want to give you the glory you deserve. It is our joy, God, to give you the glory you deserve. We can't do it on our own. We ask you for special grace now. Grace and faith. Give us ears to hear and eyes to see, oh God, we ask in Jesus' name, amen. Proverbs 3, 5 through 7, most of us are really familiar with this verse, most of us has memorized this verse, most of us have um, sometimes lived off this verse, because maybe um, that's one of the few we've memorized. And uh, and I understand that. I struggle with memorization myself. It's a difficult thing. I don't, I don't remember too much anymore. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Some scripture. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk a little bit about what this actually means about how you can walk by faith. How you can walk in trust. And I want to show you, by the grace of God, through the scriptures... Um, how important it is, and then uh, just through unpacking this verse, how we can experience walking by faith, how we can apply it. So this is a very applicational message all the way around. Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him. And he will make your path straight or direct thy paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. The whole idea of trust, it's a synonymous term with faith, belief, uh, confidence in, dependence on, reliance on. And it seems that the scriptures reveal that it has a, a preeminent importance. And I want to share a couple verses with you. And I'm going to quote them, and please just write them down. Uh, Romans 14.23 Everything that does not come from faith is sin. Wow. You say, wait a minute, Jimbo. Everything that does not come from faith is sin? Well, I didn't say that, right? Well, I did, but <laughs> just reciting the scripture. Everything that does not come from faith is sin, Romans fourteen twenty three. Hebrews eleven six. Without faith it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who earnestly seek him. But without faith it is impossible to please God. Hmm. And then one more, Galatians 5, 6. 
The only thing that counts is faith manifesting itself in love. Again, those three verses for those who are writing them down. Romans 14.23, Hebrews 11.6, and Galatians 5.6. Those are stressing that faith is essential to pleasing God, to glorifying God, to walking in a way that can love people or honor God at all. So, I would say that, help us, Lord, this should be of preeminent importance to all of us. Trust in the Lord is essential. Romans, once again, 14.23, and I stress this for your own hearts, because I know that sometimes things are really slippery for me. Everything that does not come from faith is sin. Romans 14.23 So you say, trust in who? Trust in what? And praise the Lord, we know. Hallelujah, our eyes have been opened. Trust in the Lord. Right? In the Old Testament, that's Yahweh or Jehovah God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He promised Messiah. Some of the great saints, like David, who had much revelation given to him, Isaiah, knew that uh, the Messiah was going to be Jehovah God the Son. David even said that in Psalm 2, kiss the Son, lest he be angry. Today I have begotten thee. But trust in the Lord, the Creator and Redeemer and One who promised the Messiah. With all your heart. John 14.6 Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus said that. So we know with the fullness of the New Testament revelation, it's not just trust in the Creator. It's trust in the Creator through the Redeemer and Mediatorial Creator, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Praise the Lord that God has revealed that to us and, and we understand in a full way through the New Testament and the Gospel. Jesus said in, in John fifteen five, If you remain in me and I remain in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Jesus said that. So that's how important it is that we trust in the Lord Jesus. Because apart from Him, we can do spiritually nothing profitable. I think the idea is there. And if we move on to dig a little deeper, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Now in the Bible... Um, as most of you, praise the Lord, probably already know, there's a lot of synonyms. The heart in the Bible, as a man seeketh in his heart, so is he. It has to do with the mind, emotions, and will. It's not talking about the blood pumper 90% of the time when it's talking about heart. It's talking about your soul, your spirit, your inner man. Again, as a man seeketh in his heart, so is he. It's in Proverbs 3. 
the emotions, the the power to have holy emotions is in the heart, the mind, emotions, and one more, the will, the power of choice. Choose with your heart to please the Lord, not man. So as we think through, trust in the Lord with all your heart, God doesn't just want us to do our duty apart from all of our heart powers, our mind, our emotions, and our will. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Mm. He wants you to use all your spiritual powers to guide your physical powers to please Him. And without being conscious of God, prayerful, meditative in some sense, as we know, and we're going to see more in this in this proverb, it's it's not going to work. Philippians four eight and nine says, finally, brothers, whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever's right, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's admirable, think about such things. Your mind is key in your worship of God. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and in truth. Your spirit's first power, your heart's first power is your mind, and you must be thinking conscious of God in some measure as He's revealed Himself. Well, you say, okay, Jimbo, I, I, I see that. But how about the emotions? Does God care about the emotions? And then we think through what Paul said. Rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again. Rejoice. That's Philippians 4.4. 4. Psalm 37.4. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. 1 Thessalonians 5.16-18. through 18. Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And of course, we wouldn't want to think that God just always wants us to be joyful in Him without a different, uh, appropriate affection at different times. Because He commands us to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. He, grant, he commands us to grieve more than wail when we're in some repetitive sin and repent and, and cast our anxieties on the Lord in confession and repentance and trust Jesus paid for them. So there's a, so there's a time if you're governed by the truth with your thinking first that you're going to have different appropriate holy emotions. But emotions as you can hear from the Scriptures, are declared by God to be a concern of Him. Jonathan Edwards said, True religion consists mainly in holy affections. Hmm. And he taught through his essay on that, religious affections based on truth in your thinking. So trust in the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, emotions, and your will. Choose this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. The will is the power of choice, that power that enables you to choose this or that. If your mind 
is being influenced by the truth and the Holy Spirit, what kind of emotions do you think you're going to have? Holy emotions or fleshy emotions? Of course, holy emotions. And if your mind is thinking on the truth and you're experiencing holy affections, what kind of choices do you think you're going to make? Righteous choices or sinful choices? Of course, by the grace of God and the power of His Spirit through your faith, righteous choices. So God wants all of our hearts so that we could please Him and give Him the glory He deserves. I read this book. Uh, the hardest book I've ever read in my life. It's called Freedom of the Will by Jonathan Edwards. I was told it was impossible. <clears throat> and, uh, and, and I was also told it was incredible. And I read article after article or opinion after opinion on its, its help. So I started reading it. Couldn't do it. Put it down. Six months later, picked it up again, prayerfully started reading it, couldn't do it, put it down. Maybe a year later, tried it again, got a little further, couldn't do it, put it down. It was too difficult of a book to read. I don't know if you've read those kind of books, but this one was too difficult. Finally, by the grace of God, after reading more about it, I, uh, I picked it up and I prayed and I committed to the Lord that I was going to read through it. And just trust he would give me revelation. Trust he would give me insight. Trust he would help me get it. And he gave me grace to get it. Praise the Lord. Um, and he's, it, was, it was very helpful. Maybe next to the Bible, um, the second most helpful book I've ever read. And God used that to help me see that the thinking and what I'm thinking on and what every man is thinking on stirs up his desires and emotions, which moves him to choose this or that. And the will is not sovereign. It is controlled and influenced and compelled by your desires and emotions, which is controlled and compelled by your thinking at the moment. And God is sovereign over the thinking. And if you're a slave to Christ... Your thinking, as He governs you by His Spirit, is going to be in accordance with truth in a very consistent and holy way. Praise the Lord Jesus. And of course, as Ephesians 2, 1 and 2 says, fallen man is governed by the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who is now at work in the sons of disobedience. So praise the Lord Jesus, dear saints. For those of us in here, and I trust, I trust so many that are born again believers and think on the truth and have holy affections for God in Christ Jesus and who love the gospel, that your thoughts and emotions and desires and choices are led by the Spirit and the truth and you are trusting Him. And then God says in Proverbs 3, 5 through 7, trust the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. He says, lean not on your own understanding. Huh. Hmm. Lean or depend on God's understanding and not your own. 
So if we're going to trust in the Lord and walk by faith, we're going to have to lean with our minds, depend with our minds on God's revelation. And you say, surely, Jibbo, it can't be that easy. <laughs> well, it's not. We're so distracted. Right? We're so distracted by the things of this world, by our flesh, and a, a, a thousand million other distractions that takes our focus off of the Word of God or off of the God of the Word as revealed through truth. But according to this, trusting in the Lord looks like leaning with your mind on His understanding, His revelation. And I want to take you to a couple more verses so you don't think I'm just basing that off of this one verse. Isaiah 26.3 says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord. The Lord is the rock eternal. He's immutably faithful, unchanging. Let me hit it again. Isaiah 26.3. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord. The Lord is the rock eternal. Proverbs twenty two seventeen through 19. That's Proverbs twenty two seventeen through 19. says, pay attention and listen to the sayings of the wise. <laughs> Apply your heart to what I teach. For it is pleasing when you keep them in your mind and have all of them ready on your lips, so that your trust may be in the Lord. I teach you today, even you, he says. Wow. Again, the Scriptures seem to clearly teach that leaning on God's understanding with our minds, thus emotions and will, if we're giving Him all of our hearts, is how we start and begin to walk by faith. Of course, we also have the actions and works and words of the obedience that comes from faith. But those can't happen apart from this foundation of leaning with your mind and being conscious of God as revealed through His Word. Psalm 56, 3 and 4. When I am afraid... I will trust in you, in God, whose word I praise. In God I trust. I will not be afraid. So again, it's connecting trust with leaning on the word. Psalm 1, 1 through 3. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates. Day and night is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and his leaf does not wither. Whatever he does, prospers. So let's keep that in mind. The one whose leaves are always green, and he will prosper spiritually in all he does, is the man who meditates day and night. Now we go to Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. He will be like a tree planted by streams of water which sends out its roots by the streams. It does not fear when heat comes. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit 
You say, well, which is it? Is it trusting the Lord when you're that's going to produce never never failing to bear fruit, or is it meditating day and night? And the answer is what? Yes. So you trust in the Lord by meditating, leaning, depending with your mind. It's not just some spiritual, uh, mystical thing walking by faith. It's not that. It's an actual leaning with your mind, emotions and will on God's understanding. And His Spirit will produce fruit. Praise the Lord. Remember what Jesus said in John 8, 8, 30 and 31 to, to the Jews who had believed in him? He said, if you cling to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The very truth itself, by the power of the Spirit, will produce that fruit and set us free from the bondage of sin and from the influence of Satan. And free to please the Lord. We go on in Proverbs. Lean not on on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him. Now this one convicts us a little bit. Or at least it should. It convicts me. In all your ways acknowledge Him. So... How often or in one inv- what event or when should I walk by faith? Should I be conscious of God? Should I be actively thinking on the Lord through His Word? In all your ways, acknowledge Him. It, it's a constant thing, as you know, friends. We get miserable sometimes because we forget about God. We get miserable sometimes because we get caught up in the flesh. But God says in all your ways, Acknowledge Him. Joshua 1.8 Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Deuteronomy 6, 4-9 Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. And you shall talk of them when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign in your hand, and they shall be as frontless between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. (laughs) That's how important His Word is, so that our souls can be empowered to think and feel and choose by faith. Help us, God. All your ways acknowledge Him. Moses said in 32.47 of Deuteronomy, they're not just idle words for you. They are your life. By them you will live. Proverbs 16.3 is one of my favorites. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. Wow. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. And then the promise. He will make your paths straight. Wow. 
Wow. For an example of that, look at Joseph. He got thrown down the well. He was going to be murdered down the well. Then he got sold into slavery. Then he got thrown in jail by his master's hands he was faithful to. Then he was exalted to the right hand of Pharaoh. And God used him mightily because he continued to trust the Lord through all of his circumstances. And God made his path straight. Abraham. David. Pastor Wes. Mr. Eggert. Praise the Lord for mighty men of God that He makes their paths straight as they're actively thinking on the Lord through His Word. He blesses their lives with much fruit. God wants to bless you, dear saints. God wants to make your life spiritually fruitful. He wants to give you not just truth in your minds, holy love and joy and peace in your hearts. And compel you through that to choose righteousness, to please Him, to love people, to seek first His kingdom and His righteousness. And it's all based on leaning with our minds on His understanding, thus trusting in the Lord. Mm. Then it says one more. We often neglect this next verse. And, and, and uh, it could be really helpful, I think. It says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> we sure experience that too much, don't we? Help us, Lord. We forget about God. We can even serve. We could be serving in the church and forgetting about God. I mean, that's how powerful the flesh is. And that's how wily Satan is and his demonic influences, the flaming arrows of the evil one. Hmm. Help us, Lord. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Don't let yourself forget about Jesus and his words. Don't let yourself totally neglect the consciousness of God as revealed through his word. Jesus said, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be given you. Wow. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Jesus said, keep my words in you, and your wishes and desires will be holy, and your choices of what you ask for will be given to you. How's that for a promise, saints? Wow. God wants to answer your prayers. He wants to bless you as you pray in accordance with truth, as you meditate on His promises and His wisdom and His revelation, and He stirs up holy affections and desires and wishes, and you ask for those, He wants to bless you with them, and He promises to bless you with them as you pray in accordance with His will and His word. Hallelujah. We have a God who loves to give us good gifts, good gifts for His glory and our eternal joy. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Because, let me remind you, everything that does not come from faith is, thank you, sin. And then it says this. It closes with this. 
Fear the Lord and shun evil. Hmm. Help me, saints. I want you to help me with this, please. If my mind is meditating on the truth of God and His, His majesty, His sovereignty, His government, His control, His rights, His dignity, do you think He's going to give me a proper reverence and holy fear for Him? Help me. Yes, of course. That's His promise. As we trust Him and meditate and lean on Him and are conscious of Him, He's going to give us a holy reverence. And if my mind is illuminated by the Spirit with His dignity and honor and I'm conscious of Him and He's stirring up a a holy reverence in my heart for Him, at that moment, aren't I going to push away evil and shun it? And hate it? By the grace of God, I am. And you will as you walk by faith and in love. Fear the Lord and shun evil with your mind, emotions, and will, your words, your actions. Let God pierce your affections through your meditations on Him. Tremble at His majesty like Job. Job 23, 12-17. Job said, I have not departed from the commands of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. But he stands alone. And who could oppose him? He does whatever he pleases. He carries out his decree against me. And many such plans he still has in store. That is why I am terrified before him. When I think of all this, I fear him. God has made my heart faint. The Almighty has terrified me. Yet, I am not silenced by the darkness, by the thick darkness that covers my face. Job knew God's awful majesty and difficult sovereignty and trials and afflictions. Yet he knew his Redeemer lives. And then in the end, he would stand upon the earth and after his skin has been destroyed... Yet in his flesh he would see God. He himself would see him within his own eyes. He had not another Job 25. Mm. Fear the Lord. Reverence his majesty, his sovereignty, his rights to discipline us. And trust him. Honor him. In your mind, emotions, and will, be controlled by the Spirit through the truth. Keep your mind on the Word. Push away evil and delight yourself in the Lord. The more Word of God you get in you, understood, affecting you in your heart from glory to glory, the more empowered you're going to be. And I'm going to be. I'm preaching to myself here. To be able to honor and glorify Christ by walking by faith. A helpful application for this is, is it's not too complex. Just read the Word of God more. I know there's difficulties, struggles with time. But just 
just do it because there's no better thing to do as Martha got rebuked because of Mary's faithfulness. Has she not chosen what is best? Read more, study more, memorize more. Even a couple verses uh, a week, much less a month, would be better than not. I want to close with uh, Psalm 19, 9 through 16, and then a, a helpful little nugget that might be a blessing. It's been a blessing for my family. Psalm 119, 9 through 16 says, How can a young man keep his way pure? And then he answers it by living according to your word. And then we say, Well, that's a no brainer. Thank you, Captain Obvious, right? Uh, I know we've got to live according to God's word. That's how we can honor God. But then he tells us how to walk by faith. He tells us that active thinking on the Lord for the next seven verses is how you're going to do that. He says, I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the words that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. In a sentence, how you walk by faith, I believe, the foundations of it, is active thinking on the Lord through His word. Active thinking... On the Lord through His Word. If you forget about God, it's going to be through passive thinking. And we all do that. We turn on the, the, the television, the cable, and we just forget about God. We say, I need to relax. Hmm. Help us, Lord. Relax in you. Active thinking on the Lord through His Word. The kids and I have made a little song. And they're going to help me sing it so that this might stick in your hearts. Right, guys? I know you're excited about it. Active thinking on the Lord through His Word. Active thinking on the Lord through His Word. Active thinking on the Lord. Active thinking on the Lord. Active thinking on the Lord through His Word. Through His Word. You guys going to help me? Active thinking on the Lord through His Word. Active thinking on the Lord through His Word. Active thinking on the Lord. Active thinking on the Lord. Active thinking on the Lord through His Word. Through His Word. Pray with me, dear friends. Oh, Jesus, thank You that You have revealed Your Word in such a full way to us, Lord. You have given us the instrument or means of grace through which we can walk by faith. And you produce the obedience that comes from faith through our reliance on you with our minds, emotions, and wills. So help us, Jesus. Help us not be distracted. Help us work through all of our 
our distractions and laziness and struggles and make it a priority to actively think on you through your word, to meditate day and night, to rely on you constantly. Do it so that your church might glorify you, God, and receive great joy. Father, hear us in Jesus' name. Amen.